1: Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com See the highlights of Columbia and England right now Crazy save, crazy Pickford dove Stuck his arm up. Stopped the ball. Similar to Russia winning in penalty kicks the other day when the goalie dove and kicked it out of the air. Thrilling action continues. We're off, though, until uh, Friday in the World Cup. So we got some soccer withdrawals. No baseball withdrawals, though, because... uh, Got a full slate of uh, baseball this evening. Jose Bautista, longtime Toronto Blue Jay, actually returns to the uh, Sky Dome, aka Rogers Center, home of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, this evening. And Matt Modica uh, was—he uh, was kicking around uh, earlier uh, in studio. The voice kicked in earlier. I understand he's still lurking. Is Matt still in the studio right now? Yeah, I'm here, Gabe. What up? Modica's in the house. What's going on, Matt?
0: Well, it's uh, a little hot down here, but, you know, it's been pretty miserable in Manhattan for the
1: last three days. So what are you doing in the studio? You're doing, uh, were you on with Al earlier in the day?
0: Yes, I was. Tuesdays with Modica.
1: Yeah, Tuesdays. It's your day. I know. I, I Normally I normally I hear the show on Tuesdays, but uh, it was a crazy day today. A yeah? <laughs> crazy day today with the soccer going on. How
0: was your Canada so Day?
1: Uh, we were on the air. You like to trade off like we were on the air yesterday, but tomorrow we won't be on. Because uh, Florio's soft.
0: needs
1: the day off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you, a little. What are you doing tomorrow?
0: Tomorrow? I'm actually going to be moving in the next three weeks, so uh, getting some things in order around the apartment. I'm going to be leaving Manhattan, believe it or not.
1: Really, huh? Where, where are you moving?
0: Uh, Jersey, I can't believe it. I held out for 45 years, but I cracked. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beaten man.
1: <laughs> well, you're moving into a house or something like that? You're
0: no, a uh, two bedroom apartment, bigger space, two bathrooms, you know, right now. Manhattan's great living. I've been here, living here for the last uh, couple of years. But as that guy says, the rent is too damn high. You know, the space, you know, it's not spacious.
1: <laughs> you're paying for those no, uh, square no.
0: feet. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear that, man. I hear that. So, okay. So, speaking of New York, uh, the Mets are in uh, in Toronto this evening. Jose Batista returns, and um, you know, Batista was a very, very popular player in Toronto. But the last couple of years on the way out, you know, there wasn't a lot of tears shed. Actually, I thought I always thought he was kind of underappreciated. To be honest with you, as a member of the Toronto Blue Jays, in the big picture, because he was a sour dude, right? Like. You know, the the Jays would be winning, and he'd strike out, and he'd break a bat in the dugout type of thing. He used to rub teammates the wrong way with that, but he seems to be a, bet, a better teammate now. He's been humbled a little bit, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the uh, the fans react to his return tonight. I I would expect it would be pretty positive. I,
0: I honestly hope so. He was a great find for the Blue Jays. Uh, it was Anthropolis, uh rewarded him with that contract. He delivered... Uh, So, look, I hope the Jays fan give him his due, and, you know, once you get some success, you're hitting 50 home run seasons, I I guess some guys are going to get a little selfish and stuff like that, but there's also other teammates that become jealous of other people's success.
1: Marco Estrada's on the hill uh, tonight, and Estrada got roughed up by the Houston Astros in his last start, uh, Matt, but... For the most part, Estrada was pretty good in the month of June. He had a nice run. He's been on a nice run. Four of his last five starts have been quality starts.
0: Yeah, Estrada ha- did have a very nice month, as you mentioned. It's he's home, and unfortunately, and for good for him, he's not facing Houston. He's facing the Mets, so that should be a uh, that should be a bonus. Uh, and you got Wheeler. Wheeler, I kind of like, but he's Jekyll and Hyde. You really don't know what's, what's going to happen with him. So I, I would maybe roll with Estrada.
1: Now, you know, I've been talking about this a lot over the last week and a half or so. And, you know, I know you know this. You're a big numbers guy. Is it the launch angle right now? I mean, the, the batting average is at an all-time low right now. We're, we're on pace to have the lowest batting average in Major League Baseball since 1973 when they went to the DL. Well, so, before the, pre, the pre-DL the league. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, the, the, the Red Sox have the best batting average in the league, and they're only hitting like 265. I
0: think it's a combination of everything. You want to put the launch angle, people selling out for power. The shift has become so prevalent. And until guys are going to adjust their game, and right now people are getting, you know, the home run. That ball is juiced. I mean, I I think it's been scientifically proven. And, you know, everybody hits 20, a bunch of people hitting 30. So the home run isn't like back in the 80s growing up watching baseball. You know, somebody hit 30-plus homers or somebody hit 40 homers, that was, like, amazing. Now it's like an afterthought.
1: Yeah, the numbers are all skewed now, man. Yeah, no the, one's ever winning 300 games again either, right? Like the, the numbers in baseball are just whacked.
0: Yeah, no, the 300-game the, the winner, which is a shame. It's not like, you know, the way they've tried to baby these kids. It's not like they've saved them from, like, Tommy Johns and stuff like that. They just made them, like, into five, six-inning pitchers, and they haven't gotten, you know, the prime result. I think the most scary thing with a pitcher is when they throw max velocity on a consistent basis and don't know how to pitch. Now, to
1: me, it seems to me that... Um you know, you look you look at the game the way that it's it's played uh, right now, and as you stated, they, you know the shift the shift is one thing. They're talking about lowering the mound right now, again. And you know, last time they lowered the mound, they got a little bit of production. But at what point? Well, you want to make it flat. You want You want to put the ball in the tee for these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: honestly I I don't get it. I'm a National League guy. I know I'm kind of like a dinosaur with this. I've never watched a baseball game and said, oh, I wish they had the DH. I've never in my life said that, wanted that. And, you know, I think maybe it's this new age where you've got to have instant gratification. And if it's not a 7-6 game, people, people don't think it's good. I love 2-1 games, you know, 3-2 games, pitching matchups. Yeah, sure, once in a while. It's fun when your team wins, like, you know, 13-4 or something, where you get a 9-8 game. But I think if you see that constantly, it's, that's not baseball.
1: Nah man, I look at American League baseball and it, it looks like a it's like a softball league. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is. It's not the same. I agree with you too. And I know you know people argue like listen, nobody pays to watch a pitcher hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that aspect of it, but that's the part of the game. I mean, I think the best way of putting it is American League is checkers national league is chess you yeah.
0: know what I mean? and what else do they need to do with with these younger kids coming up through high school and in college and in the minors let these pitchers hit let them hit they yeah. they take the bat out of their hands at such an early age they don't let them hit and
1: you know got, Well they're they- scared they're going to pull a groin Oh, like you know like Tanaka oh my god he had to run and he got hurt you're an athlete you exactly. should be able to that run was... down if you're a pitcher or not you should be able to run down the first baseline Without hurting yourself, and the thing is too, Matt, is most of the pitchers in baseball, most of these kids were like the star on their team in mm-hmm. high school, and they were also the star third baseman. They would pitch every couple of days, and they would play third base every day or whatever, mm-hmm. and they would hit the baseball. You go to batting practice. Pitchers can hit, you know. It's just it's it's almost accepted that they don't. It would piss me off. I'd actually want my pitcher to take some real hacks up there. Yeah, I've never heard anybody
0: uh, yell. We need the DH when, say, a pitcher was running over to cover first base. I've, I've, I've never, you know, I've never heard that. But if he gets hurt trying to lay a bunt down and run, then they instantly call for the DH in the National League.
1: All right, so let's talk about a pitcher. This is a guy I'm going to be taking tonight, uh, Matt, in my DraftKings uh, lineup. Uh, Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin in uh, 10 games, 10, 10 starts this year, he's given up two or uh, fewer earned runs in eight of those uh, starts, Eflin's really, really pitching. Wow, the Phillies. Uh, Phillies are an interesting team right now.
0: No, th- I mean they are. I have to be honest with you. I was not in on Zach Eflin when he came up, but you know he's he's done some good things. Uh, this this added velocity, this uh, strikeout. You know the strikeout rate. I I didn't see that coming. I'm just going to be honest with you. He's been able to sustain it. Phillies got an interesting team here. So, uh, what's
1: his price? How do you see um, Eflin is um, $9,900 tonight? Mm-hmm. 9900 you got Look, Kershaw's 12000 <laughs> Just too expensive. I can't spend that. It screws the I, I, rest I of agree. your lineup up. I
0: agree. Until uh, Kershaw is solidified back, which I'm hoping is the case, because... Because I got him on a couple of big teams <laughs> in the
1: season. Well, one. look, exactly. He went three innings, then he went five innings, right? So, what do you expect from him tonight? What do you think? Five, six innings? They, they bump it up to six, maybe seven tonight? If uh, You're hoping oh.
0: he gets at least six, and if it's a low pitch count, he pulls out a seven. But I, I'd be happy with a strong six innings. You know, get him to the break, and let's go from there.
1: Because Dodgers got to like that division you got to like the strikeout ratio here. He pitches three innings, he strikes out four, five, he (laughs) strikes out six. So I agree with you. And I I was talking about this yesterday. I think I moved the number because me and Cam talked about this yesterday. The Dodgers were two and a half back of the D-backs going into yesterday. And they were both plus 130 to win a division. And I'm thinking, plus, you're getting plus money with the Dodgers to win this Mm -hmm. division right now. Since May 19th, they're the best team in baseball. And we know how hot and streaky this team gets. They're starting to turn it on right now. Bellinger, you and I talked about Bellinger a couple of weeks ago. We knew that he would eventually flick the switch. Twig's hitting the ball. And how about Matt Kemp, man? Matt Kemp's just unbelievable right now.
0: Yeah, I think Rihanna wants to get back with him. That's how good he's doing. I mean, he's been amazing. He <laughs> really has. He's shown how like you get yourself in shape and... Look, I don't know how, if he's going to continue throughout the season, but he's been fantastic. And Max Muncy, out of nowhere, uh, has just been yeah. he's been another find for this
1: team. It's unbelievable how the Dodgers get these guys out of nowhere, right? Like, who the hell's Max Muncy?
0: Yeah, no, Max Muncy was somebody you know he had power, but you never thought he was going to be anything. I mean, I in like season long, I did pick him
1: up in some leagues, but that was just throwing a, you know throwing something up against the wall. <laughs> There's a lot of scrubs on the hill tonight, man. You got Bebums Dirks. He's the cheapest pitcher at forty-four hundred bucks. Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb's been getting lit up like a uh, like a blunt on the back of Snoop Dogg's tour bus. <laughs> but
0: that's for That's Baltimore's fault. They, no way did he deserve to get fifty-seven million dollars,
1: and they can eat that money. What's your take on Giolito? I mean, the the, the DFS guys. Really like to pick on Giolito all the time. Oh, Giolito this, Giolito that. But, you know, the kid's paying his dues right now. It's not easy to be a young pitcher in the American League. And you know what? He's pitched a couple of uh, – he's given him a couple of quality starts over the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I was shocked that they kept sending him out there. He's had the league's highest XFIP for most of the year. Uh, <laughs> he had more walks than, you know, the 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 more walks than the strikeouts. He's finally at – And he's finally even on the season after 84 and two-thirds with 51 walks and 51 strikeouts. So, you know, but he has made... that. The shame of it is the game versus Oakland two starts ago, they should have let him out. He should have never went out in that eighth inning, and he pitched a really good game. But to his credit, he did back it up uh, in the last one with a good start, but I
1: still don't have the faith. You know, an intriguing guy tonight... It's a hitter's park, and looking at the amount of home runs, it's unbelievable. Like, um, when you look at the splits as far as this guy's numbers, as far as the home runs that he gives up at home and the amount of uh, home runs that he gives up on the road, and it's uh, Disco Fanny here tonight with the um, with the Cincinnati Reds. What do, what do you make of this guy? Because he's actually been pitching pretty well, but there's always a the danger he's going to give up that long ball.
0: Yeah, he's a guy that a couple of years ago I kind of thought you know, I kind of liked and thought, but, I mean, injuries and I'm going to be honest with you. He's not a guy that I have confidence in. I, I just, I don't know. He can give up two, but if he gives up four or five, it, I'm not going to be shocked. And that's not going to happen. And that's going to happen over, like, a five-inning span. You're not going to get a lot of innings out of him.
1: Yeah. Well, look, he's gone 3-0. Look, the Reds were hot. So he went 3-0 in his last four starts, allowing two and runs at each of uh, the victories now we get into the home run part. So get this. He's given up uh, 28 home runs, okay? He's given up 28 home runs in his career at the Great American Ballpark in 194 two-third innings. Um, in 100 and, um, 174 innings on the road, he's only given up 15 home runs. It's a big difference, right? No, it is. Like I said, I, there are things to pitch.
0: I've liked about him, the health. I still think he's a, an all right pitcher. But it's something where a team that needs, I say, a fifth starter, a good team, could get him. And as you say, when you show the splits, it could probably be, be- very beneficial to him.
1: All right, Matt. So I'm a little disappointed in you before we let you go. I'm a little disappointed uh, that you're not going to be going to Coney Island tomorrow for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest.
0: No, I haven't been to Coney Island in, in a couple of decades. But, but I'll probably watch some of that. You're be. a
1: big foodie. You're, you're always you're always tweeting pictures of.
0: Food. Oh, I'll, I'll be eating some hot dogs tomorrow. I just won't be in Coney Island doing it. It's too hot. I mean, it really is.
1: Yeah, like if I ever move down there, I'm gonna have to. I'll go for the restaurant tour with you. Like you, you can there let you me know. know the pizza's good here. Don't don't go to this place. Yeah, check out that
0: place. You'd be shocked how many bad pizzerias there are. You have to go to the good ones too. Just because they are serving pizza in Manhattan doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Matt. It's always a pleasure. Happy Fourth uh, of July to uh, to you and everybody. We'll start talking some Buffalo Bill football soon. Although you know what, I did an interview last night about the Bills. I was on a podcast, and they asked me to to preview the Bills and what I thought about the Bills coming into this year. And I told them I don't not. There's not a lot to like about the Bills. <laughs> no, there is coming into this year.
0: Owen oh, 16. We're on the clock, baby.
1: Yeah, they said four and 12. I think yeah, maybe six and 10. I'll thanks, bet you on that. You got it. Thank you. Our light up. Back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. 844- One. Everybody do the something. I don't mind this song though. Very upbeat. Very summerish. You know what else is summerish? Baseball. Wimbledon is actually pretty summerish too. Wimbledon's actually started. Uh, but uh, let's get into our baseball lineup for the record. Last night we gave you uh Shebler. And uh, Shebler went deep uh, last night, man. How about Francisco Lindor last night? I told you we took Francisco Lindor last night 40 DK points, 40 DK points. Shebler went deep last night, but we bring up uh, Shebler right now. Shebler scratched uh, this evening, Scrabbler's uh, not uh, playing uh, tonight. Um, so we we actually had him in our lineup, and it's tough for us because we've got to make our lineup earlier in the day. Um, so You know, we get we get dealt these late scratches. Fortunately, he's actually the only one that I see is out right now. So we've got forty four hundred dollars to spend in the outfield. The question is, where do we where do we go? Last night we got lucky, man. I liked um, I liked Mitch Garver last night. Mitch Garver was on a nine for fifteen heater. I liked Mitch Garver last night. Garver was a scratch, and we were kind of put in a pinch because he was a cheap punt play. He was like twenty nine hundred dollars. And um, you know we jumped on Manny Pena, and uh, Manny went deep last night. So our lineup didn't suck last night, but you know it could always be better, right? <laughs> it could uh, it could always be better. So looking at the outfield uh, here this evening, we had Matt Kemp. You know we can mix it up a little bit now. I was going to go with uh, with Kana, but you know we got we got a little bit of money to spend right now with uh, four thousand uh, dollars each. And this is where we will rely, will rely on some of the uh, computer computer projections. You now, Michael Brantley is projecting to be the best value pick according to the computers here this evening. He's projected to put up twelve point two points. He's forty six hundred dollars. Like to put in context, Hoskins is fifty two hundred dollars. He's expected to put up eleven point four. Aaron Judge is 54. He's expected to score 10. So, you know, the key is to sort of trusting the computer and mixing and matching. You know, finding that cheap uh, that cheap uh, guy that you can squeeze in here for a good price. And uh, the computer believes that Michael Brantley is that guy at $4,600. I don't have a problem with taking you still quick either, to be honest. All right, let's go with Brantley here. In the computer we trust, $4,600. Son of a man, I wanted uh you'll see too, but I'm two hundred dollars short now. All right, we'll full we'll, uh we'll get back to the outfield in a second. Let's start off with our pitching. And if there's one thing that we've done pretty well on this program is uh select um we we've, we've picked some good cheap pitchers for you guys, pretty much on a daily basis as well. I'd say pretty much like four out of the five days a week, our pitchers have been rock solid. It's our hitters that suck. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start off with Marco Estrada here this evening. I like the fact that he's pitching against um, the New York Mets bats here tonight. Yes, we talked about it with uh, with Modica that the uh, Modica that um, you know Jose Batista is returning back to Toronto, but you know Estrada had a nice month of June. Man, he was two and one with a two point uh, three five earned run average. He held uh, the opposition to just a two oh seven batting average. Um, four out of his last five starts have been quality. Yeah, you know what? He lasted five innings. He gave up three earned runs against the Houston Astros. There's no shame in that. You know, the the strikeout rate's never going to be there with Marco Estrada. He's got, you know, an 18.5% strikeout rate on the season. Um, Yet, he might be one of these guys where he's sort of a better real pitcher uh, than he is fantasy pitcher. But as I stated, four of his last five turns... You know nineteen uh, dk points twenty eight dk points twenty four dk points twenty two dk points that's not bad production all right and, and and you know the strikeouts you know he struck out nine Baltimore Orioles he struck out seven los angeles angels you know so the strike you know he only struck out four against the nationals, but um he didn't give an up an earn run in six and two third, and he ended up with twenty four dk points so Marco Estrada is my, uh, my sleeper of the night uh, tonight, $7,400. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but it is what it is. I don't make the prices. <laughs> and as I was saying, we talked about this with Matt earlier. Look, Kershaw is $12,000. How many innings are you going to get from Kershaw? And you spend twelve k, you are really burying your lineup here. Grenke is ten nine. I like Grenke, but do you trust him fully against the St. Louis Cardinals? You know, you got Flaherty is 10-1 in the same baseball game. I was looking at Bieber. I thought maybe uh, Bieber could be a steal here, but no. Um, you know, they're on to him. He's $9,600. Um, Newcomb, Newcomb's a good pitcher, $9,000, so it's pretty pricey. And it's against the Yankees in the Bronx. You know, Dallas Keuchel's $8,500. You know, Keuchel's just not himself this year for one reason or another. So, like, really, when you look at the pitchers, you know, I get it if you want to spend up, you know, but to me, you know, Marco Estrada provided some good uh, value at $7,400, and I spent $9,900 on Zach Eflin. And we talked with Matt a little bit about uh, Eflin, but Eflin's been freaking awesome, man. All right, the month of June, Eflin, 5-0 and with a 1.76 earned run average, seven scoreless innings against the Yankees, um, you know what he only gave a four hits uh, against the Yankees. Uh has been on fire right now. Nice 24% strikeout rate. That's uh that's impressive right there. Uh, he's got a nice uh nice 1.13 whip. Right-handed hitters are only hitting 2.15 against them. Look at Eflin too here with the um uh, with the, the hard uh, the hard hit contact rate. Left-handers 26%. Right-handers 27%. Man, we see pitchers. We talk about this hard contact rate every night, man. We see a lot of pitchers that win baseball games that are, you know, 38% hard contact rate, 39%, 40%. Very impressive, 26%, 27%. Uh, Eflin's uh, started 10 games this year. He's given up two or uh, less um, earned runs in eight of those starts, man. That's pretty damn good, all right? Not to mention Baltimore. We're talking about the Baltimore offense here. They strike out. They strike out the sixth most in Major League Baseball. All right. They're also 25th or worse in uh, OPS, WOBA as well. You know, Baltimore. They've got power, but when they don't connect with the baseball, it's ugly. So, my two pitchers tonight are Marco Estrada and Zach Eflin. All right, so speaking of the computer, man, we're going to go with uh, Jan Gomez uh, here, catcher Cleveland Indians uh, this evening. He's very cheap as well, so it's a cheap uh, squeeze play that we can fit in here. We talked about Giolito being on the hill tonight. And, you know, Giolito isn't the gas can that, that he once was earlier in the year. The kid's starting to figure it out a little bit, yet. And this is a this is a dangerous ballpark, man. The Great American Ballpark's a dangerous one. Uh, for a hitter that's had control issues and for a hitter that's been uh, vulnerable to the long ball. Therefore, we will go with Joey Votto. Uh, listen, he's only got eight home runs uh, on the year, but the guys, his average is right there, his on-base percentage is uh, right there. There's, you know, he's in a nice spot here this evening. No one's really jumping off the page here either at uh, first base, so we're going to go with Joey Votto. I think he's in a nice spot uh, here. He's kind of pricey, but uh, we're going to go with Joey Votto here. Uh, Franco. We're going with Franco. Um, Franco is actually starting to turn it up uh, just a little bit, and I think he's in a nice spot here. We're also relying on a computer. Franco is projected to put up like the sixth or seventh most fantasy points on the board tonight, and he's only $3,400. A nice spot in the lineup. Uh, Cobb has been uh, getting roasted like corn on the cob. I wanted to get some exposure here. To the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, and I didn't have the money for the the, the high end uh, Phillies, but if they're going to put some runs on the board, there's no reason that Franco uh, isn't uh, part of this. Now, Francisco Lindor, we gave you Lindor last night, and I guess there's two ways of looking at this. Do you want to take the same damn guy all the time? But you know, why wouldn't we right now? All right, you know, why why wouldn't we? All right, like he absolutely killed it all month. Um, right now. So he, he kept it going. Three for four, two doubles. Um, you know, he's hitting grand slams. Like, what isn't Lindor doing right now? It's hard not to put him in your lineup. $5,700. Let's look at the, uh, the outage here. Last night we gave him Lindor. He was two for four. Two home runs. Three runs scored. Seven RBIs. <laughs> 40 DraftKings points. All right, the game before that... He was three for four with four runs scored, two doubles, and a home run. He's actually got four home runs in the last three games. He's homered in three consecutive baseball games. The game before that, he was uh, one, well, he had a bad night. He was one for four only with a home run and uh, 14 DK points. The night before that, 10 DK points. Um, You know, there was a little lull there with four or five. He got shut out one game, but he had 28, 19, and 18. So, like, really, there's there's not too many players that are as hot as Francisco Lindor is uh, right now in all of Major League Baseball. And the Indians' bats are pretty damn hot right now as well. So we're going to keep that uh, going. We'll take uh, Michael Brantley uh, as well, $4,600 for Michael Brantley. Matt Kemp, you want to talk about a, a, a hot player right now? I don't even know where to start uh, with Matt Kemp. So, listen, Matt Kemp's not only hot – but Matt Kemp is, like, freaking killing. He's actually, like, just murdering the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, this year for one reason or another. So he matched his uh, career high for hits on Monday. He's 8 for 9 so far this month in the month of July. We're three days in. He's 8 for 9. Now, as far as um, what he's done against uh, Pittsburgh uh, this year. So we know he went 5 for 5 with a home run. Four RBIs. Four runs scored last night in that uh, route. He is now 10 for 17 this year against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And listen, Nova's not a bad pitcher either, but, you know, that's the way I like to roll. And Kemp is just, you know, Lindor is smoking hot right now. Matt Kemp is smoking hot right now. And Matt Kemp, for one reason or another, just owns every Pittsburgh Pirate uh, pitcher. 10 for 17 this year. against. So he's 8 for 9 over the last three days. He's 10 for 17 on the season. Against the Pittsburgh Pirates with two home runs, 12 RBIs, and uh, he scored nine runs. <laughs> he scored nine runs against the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, this year. So, uh, therefore, Matt Kemp will be in our lineup uh, this evening. And as I stated, I was planning on going with uh, with Shebler. but uh, Schebler's a scratch, so now we got $3,500 left. Brett Gardner's $3,500. Adam Jones is $3,500. Like I said, I wouldn't mind a a mini Dodgers stack here. The Dodgers offense is just killing it right now. But um, Yaseel Puig is $3,700. All right. So in the computer projections we trust. Check out DailyRoto.com. Polka. Polka's got nice, uh, nice uh, projection here, nine point seven. Kevin Pilar as well, but I'd rather, uh, I'd rather go with the uh, the Chicago Cincinnati game just because of the ballpark and uh, because of the temperatures. So in the computer we will trust, and we will recap our lineup momentarily. Polka, you're in. Shabler, you're out. All right, so we got uh, Zach Eflin. We got Marco Estrada, Jan Gomez, Joey Votto, Ian Kinsler. Ian Kinsler, second base uh, tonight. Computers love Ian Kinsler uh, tonight. Franco, $3,400. Lindor, absolutely smoking it, killing it. Michael Brantley, projected to be the uh, top value outfielder of the night. Matt Kemp, we just gave you the numbers as far as Matt Kemp is concerned. And uh, we'll go with Palka to uh, to wrap up our lineup. So it's uh, Eflin, Estrada, Gomez, Vado Kinsler, Franco, Lindor, Brantley, Camp and Palka. Cam Stewart did a great job with the golf uh, earlier. We're not going to be on tomorrow, actually, which is uh, kind of disappointing, actually. We enjoy spending the uh, the afternoons with you. But we'll be back Thursday. And we got CFL football on Thursday, so uh, Ben Kramer from Daily Rota will join us. We'll talk some CFL fantasy. Listen, we've, we played three weeks of DraftKings CFL football. If you've listened to my lineups, you've won money two out of the three weeks. You know, it, not bad. You know, listen, last week the lineup that we gave you, we entered a contest. There was 2,750 people in the contest. We finished 73rd. Did we win as much money as we would have liked? No. But we tripled our money. And um in week one we doubled the money in the tournaments. So we're giving you some pretty good lineups and no excuses. Listen, our quarterback got hurt and we still won you money in week one, okay? So one of these weeks we're gonna nail this. I, I, I'm you know, I'm feeling good that in this up you know, throughout the CFL season and man, there's eighteen weeks in the season as well. So we're three weeks in already. But I'm confident that one of these weeks, we're going to nail, we're going to win one of these tournaments outright in the Canadian Football League. Everything's just got to fall into place. So we'll talk some uh, CFL DFS on Thursday after uh, after the holiday. We'll give you some uh, some Major League Baseball trends uh, for the night, uh, too. And, of course, our best bets. No soccer until Friday, so uh, we got to focus in on baseball. No um no CFL football actually until Thursday, so baseball will be a paramount now to all of us who call ourselves degenerate gamblers. And uh, I know there are many, uh, many of you tuning in who are exactly just that. Speaking of which, I know I've got a lot of degenerate gamblers waiting on my uh, <laughs> right now. They're waiting on my uh, my baseball picks. Let's check in uh, with the Atkins, uh, the Atkins diet uh, right now. Cleveland Indians. straight up as road favorites of 200 or more off a game in which they hit at least one home run. Well, we know Lindor uh, went deep. The Angels. The Angels are 0-7 straight up versus a left-handed pitcher after facing three straight right-handers. Interesting. They've lost these games by an average of 4.57 runs. To repeat, the Angels are 0-7 versus a left-handed pitcher after they faced a right-handed pitcher three straight times. Losing by an average of 4.57 runs. Wow, the Mariners are 12-0 in games that Wade LeBlanc has started in Seattle at Safeco. Lineup Lock Live continues. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download
0: it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a
1: weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Let's continue taking take a look at uh, some of the Major League Baseball trends tonight uh, for you batters. Uh, out there we went through uh, some of the Atkins uh, diet uh, trends and the more you know the more analytical ones as we mentioned the Indians are 24-0 straight up as road favorites of 200 or more off a game in which they hit at least one home run the Angels are 0-7 straight up versus a left-handed pitcher after they face three straight uh, right-handed uh, pitchers the um, the Tampa Bay Rays are 8-0 straight up off a game as a favorite in which C.J. Cron had multiple hits And uh, as we mentioned, the Seattle Mariners are 12-0 straight up at home with Wade LeBlanc. 12-0 run right now. So, of course, the Angels are in Seattle tonight. Seattle are minus 120. I actually like the Mariners uh, in this spot this evening, even though Andrew Heaney is on the hill. Uh, Mark Lawrence joined us earlier. Let's take a look at some of Mark Lawrence's um, trends of the day. Courtesy of the playbook. Zach Greinke on the hill tonight. Zach Greinke is 9-1 in his career at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Clayton Kershaw is 12-1 in the month of July. The Houston Astros are 11-1 their last 12 games in Texas. Good job, uh, Florio. (laughs) Why not? Let's rock out, baby. Uh, Kansas City, well, 9-1 and one with Danny Duffy on the hill in the month of July. And Andrew Haney is 5-0 and o in his career in the month of July. We're talking about the Baltimore Orioles tonight against um, against the Philadelphia Phillies. The Baltimore Orioles this season are 0-9 when playing with rest, 1-10 on Tuesdays. <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles, Alex Cobb has a 6-9-2 uh, earn run average, a 1-5-1 one, one whip in his last seven starts. Meanwhile, we talked about Zach Eflin, who's uh, got a 2.59 earned run average and a 1.11 whip. Um, and, you know, truth be told, I'm surprised uh, that the, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies aren't bigger favorites than they are, as the Philadelphia Phillies right now are minus 160. So those are our Major League Baseball trends of the day. Uh, Grenke is 9-1 in his career. At home against the St. Louis Cardinals, Clayton Kershaw is 12 and one in his last 13 starts in July. Houston are 11 and one their last 12 games in Texas. Uh, the Kansas City Royals, Danny Duffy, they're nine and one in the month of July and Duffy's uh, last uh, 10 starts in July. And Andrew Haney is five and zero in the month of July. A lot of people believe in like the um, the monthly the monthly. Um, The monthly pitchers report, including Mark Lawrence, is pretty big on it. And if you look historically, you know, the patterns, they actually do make sense. Like, you know, so let's take a look at some of the pitchers that are good and bad in the month of July over their careers. And I think we can see some reasons. A good example is who's a bad pitcher in the month of July? One of the worst pitchers in in baseball in the month of July, Bartolo Colon. You know, Bartolo Colon is older. Bartolo Colon is out of shape. You know, he's 44 years old. The guy weighs like 300 pounds. And what, it's the same, same thing every year. Bartolo Colon always looks good. Eh, the guy nearly threw no hitter a couple about a month ago or whatever it was, six weeks ago. Now he generally gets lit up. Bartolo Colon is 4-10. 4-10. So I said earlier... <sighs> I was like, really, an update already? (laughs) I said earlier, Bartolo Colon in the month of July, he's 4-10, all right? He's 4-10, last 14 decisions in the month of July. He's 1-5 on the road, and I said he was 44 years old. He's actually 45 right now, so that's not a surprise that, you know, reality starts to catch up with him. What is is somewhat of a surprise, uh, Steven Matz. Steven Matz is 3-8, 3-8 Three and eight in the month of July. One and four at home, and um, you know the walks. Uh, the walks are up, of course, uh, this year. Right now, uh, for Mats, we'll keep our eye on this. But three and eight in the month of July for Mats. Robbie Ray is four and ten as well. Same record as Bartolo Colon. One and five in his last six uh, six decisions at home. James Shields five and eleven in the month of July. One and five. On the road, some of the hotter pitchers in the month of July. Uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's nine and three. These are July numbers. Alright, so um he's nine and three in the month of July, six and one at home. Uh Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom is uh ten and four in the month of July. Danny Duffy, holy crap, man. Danny Duffy. <laughs> Danny Duffy's actually 12-4 and 4 in the month of July and 7-1 uh, and 1 at home uh, in the month of July. And it's crazy because we mentioned this earlier in the Mark Lawrence stats, which here it is, Danny Duffy, 9-1 at home in the month of July. <laughs> so Dan- Danny Duffy actually kills it in the month of July. I do believe in these trends, too. It's something to keep your eye on. It doesn't mean you blindly bet for or against one of these pitchers, but something to keep your eye on as the month goes on. Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels, 11-4 in the month of July. Lance Lynn, 8-3 in the month of July. Jose Quintana is 11-5. And And, uh, Tanaka... Tanaka's eight and one at home in the month of July with the New York Yankees ten and five overall, so as far as our best bets are concerned for this evening, man, you got so we we went over this man, and this is where I always talk about how the the d f s man, we might not have uh, made you a lot of money <laughs> with with our daily d f s line I've thought a couple of instances we've had some good lineups our pitchers are usually good, but man, our baseball picks have been fire. Uh, this year, and I really do think it's because of the DFS research uh, that we do, and it leads us into this baseball game tonight. We just went over the numbers. Uh, Alice Cobb, you know, uh, Modica brought it up. Listen, they should have given him 57 million, $57 million, but it is what it is, and they did, and Cobb's been getting roasted, man. And you got Eflin, who's one of the hottest pitchers in baseball. The guy was 5-0 and in the month of June. It just sets up nicely for the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. Phillies are battling for first place right now with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Phillies, minus 160 tonight. I like the Phillies in this spot against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays against the Mets this evening. I mean, hell, there's even a promo that Florio cut uh, that I've heard me talking about how I think I sort of have the... um, the the Toronto Blue Jays figured out, and we've done very well with Blue Jay games uh, this year. To me, the Blue Jays seem to be in a good spot. We talked about it with Estrada. Uh, four of uh, Estrada's last five starts have been of uh, of the quality variety. I expect Estrada to pitch well here this evening. The New York Met offense isn't scaring me. I'll lay the minus one twenty with the uh, the blue uh, the Bluebirds tonight and the Toronto Blue Jays. Normally on a nightly basis, you'll notice I like to um, I like to have a, a favorite parlay. You know, they hit more often than they don't, and you're putting yourself in a plus money situation. So, for instance, tonight we get the Houston Astros. Now, we talked about Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel is in his side. You know, he's not as dominant as he was a couple of years ago. Uh, but we're still in a decent spot uh, here uh, against uh, Beban's Dirks, all right. Beban's Dirks, the cheapest pitcher on DraftKings for a reason. So, so we'll take advantage of it. The Houston Astros. I mean, come on, man. It's the freaking Houston Astros. The Astros are what? They're like twenty-two and four or something in their last twenty-six games. You know, the Astros lose like once a week. <laughs> like seriously, that's like the Houston Astros will lose, and then they'll win like four or five days in a row, and then they might lose, and then they'll win like seven days in a row. You know, I look at the Astros, and the Astros play a lot of close baseball games. But, you know, they've outscored their their, their opponents. We talked about the run differential yesterday on the show, man. The Astros are badasses. Everybody talks about the Red Sox, and everybody talks about the Yankees. uh, But the Houston Astros just go about their business. It's Beban, Dirks on the hill tonight. So we're going to take the Houston Astros. We're going to parlay them with um, it's Beban, Dirks and Bieber night tonight, man. I'm starting to regret this already. I'm talking about all these trends about how Duffy never freaking loses at home in the month of July. And the Cleveland Indians do often screw me. But Bieber's pretty damn good. The Indians' bats are red hot right now. We should be able to get this. So, And you know what? It's plus 144. It's plus 144. I don't have a problem with a Houston Astros-Los Angeles Dodger parlay because, really, if you're going to bet on the Dodgers, there's not really a lot of ways to do this. I mean, the Dodgers are minus 275. There's not even any really soccer to parlay this with in the morning or something like that. We, you know, we don't play soccer until, uh, until Friday again, Friday morning. So Thursday we'll have a breakdown of the matches for you. Dodgers are minus 275. Clayton Kershaw on the hill. They racked up 17 runs last night they own the Pittsburgh Pirates. I really don't see why the Dodgers don't win again this evening. You know, you got to lay a run and a half at minus 125. You got to lay a run and a half at minus 125 and we talked about the trends um with Wade LeBlanc, uh, Seattle or 12 and 0 in his last 12 uh, decisions here. That uh, the, the, he his last 12 starts, they've won the last 12 times Wade LeBlanc has started in, in Seattle. And uh, the Angels, Haney's all right, but I'll lay a minus one twenty with the uh, with the Mariners here. So, in conclusion, our baseball picks will be the Philadelphia Phillies minus one sixty, the Toronto Blue Jays minus one twenty, the Houston Astros and the Cleveland Indians parlayed at plus one forty four, Seattle Mariners minus one twenty. And the Los Angeles Dodgers laying a run and a half at minus 125. Although, full disclosure, I should tell you, I never win when I lay a run and a half, man. It just, I don't know, man. It's just, it goes against what I like to do. It goes against the way I like to bet. And uh, it always seems to screw me. Now we're getting a lot of tweets uh, in about the uh, the Ernie Els. <laughs> about the Ernie Els story, beating the crap out of uh, Steve Marino on a plane. Great story, actually. All right, uh, so you know what? We want to thank our sponsors on this uh, this holiday edition, this pre-4th of July uh, program, DKMS. If you listen to the Fantasy Sports uh, Network, you know that DKMS have um, have been uh, big, big uh, collaborator, uh, collaborators and partners uh, with us here. You know, they sent you guys to the Super Bowl. Now uh, they've got tickets to the World Series. So if you want to go to a 2018 World Series uh, game, tune into the Fantasy Sports Radio Network between July 8th and July 17th. We'll be playing the DKMS Trivia Challenge for your shot to call in and win with a chance to attend a fall classic in person. The number to play is 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-FNTSY. The contest is sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year. Must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help the cause and go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. It's the DKMS Trivia Challenge, July 8th through July 17th. Call in and win. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, if you're looking to lay it down on the World Cup, on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, mybookie.ag, has got you covered. Let me uh, quickly load up the uh, the Nathan's hot dog uh, lines. Cam already pulled the trigger on the under, and I don't disagree with that bet. So if you go, if you go to my bookie, it is under special wagers at the bottom. So scroll down to the bottom of the betting lines page, and you'll find under special wagers Nathan's hot dog eating contest. They've got the uh, the women pseudo is minus uh, six sixty, the field is plus three thirty five, the over under is forty one hot dogs for the women. Joey Chestnut's now a six hundred favorite against the field at plus four hundred. The over under is seventy two, and there's been some money coming in on the under. Must have been Cam's wager. It's now minus one seventy five to the under seventy two, and I talked about this. We've actually, you know, we've been, We didn't break down this as much as we we have in past years, even though we had some fun with this yesterday, actually. So, we did spend about forty minutes talking about the hot dog eating contest. But I've used to. I've capped this pretty hard in past years when I was a bigger degenerate than I am now. Who am I kidding? I'm still a degenerate. But one thing I'll tell you, if Joey Chestnut, if Joey Chestnut could eat seventy three hot dogs, he already would have done it. The guy's been the best of the world at this for a while. And it seems like at 72, he's about to drop dead. Joey Chestnut wins tomorrow. Take the under 72 hot dogs. Thanks to Mike Florio and the boys. Thanks to uh, Modica, Big Man on Campus, Mark Lawrence, Scout Radio. Happy Fourth of July later.